It's worth reflecting. Hi, by the way. Uh, reflection is worth it. I've been reading a lot, you know, and I've been doing well in general. There's a thing about losing a job and readjusting to what you think is a natural rhythm for you that I'm going through now. And um, when I used to go through it earlier, I used to stress about it. It's not like I have income. It's not like I have money. You know, I have money to survive for this month and maybe a bit the month after. And I can apply for something from the government that uh, gives me unemployment benefits, which is a, like basically half my salary that I was making for a few months until I find another job. So that just keeps me going. It's not an end game in itself, and it's not like I I can completely be out of survival mode. Like I still have to find a job and I still have to do all of these things, but I'm in a place where I for sure can trust myself more to, to do those things in a calmer headspace, know that I'm spending the right time and the right things and just be cool about it. I spent, uh, I spent like a good hour today writing in Vernon and I've been writing in other things. I've been in a state where it's like, oh, I want to fo focus on this and finish this. And then I find myself spending time on something else. And then I'm like, oh, I want to focus on this and finish this. And then I find myself doing something else. And then I say, oh, I just want to focus on this now and keep doing this. And it's happened three, four times um, the last few <laughs> few days, actually. And I think, I don't know, I would love to be in a space where I'm just focused on finishing one thing properly. But I think it's just about setting stages, like, let me finish this much of this right now, uh, this much of this right now, and, and just see what builds up, you know, like uh, finishing the first nine chapters of Vernon. I have them written down, but they're just not so clean and they're not put in order, actually. So I just want to make sure I have the first nine chapters, which should be around, you know, 50, 60 pages, maybe 70. I'd say that's the first act, you know, give or take. And one of the reasons I feel like I haven't been able to continue is because it's too all over the place, even the, the beginning I have. And what's writing if not one word going into the other? So how am I supposed to continue if I, I'm still not fixed in, in something, you know? And I really, I really like the first nine chapters. I think whatever happens, um, I think I'll keep them the way that they are, give or take, you know, some details that affect later things. Yeah, I also wanted to finish the first chapter of Understanding Intelligence. I spoke to Slavian about it, my housemate, Moldovian uh, philosopher. And I told him that I'll have the first chapter in his hands on Tuesday. And seeing as I'm sitting right now writing in Vernon, I don't think that that's going to happen. And I think I want to spend this evening, um, so I have food getting ready. And then I'm going to spend this evening, like afterwards, I'm going to take a break, relax, uh, readjust. And then I'm going to go back to just working on, on continuing, uh, which is pleasant work. Like just taking writing I saw, I did before, thinking it's shit or not shit, and then rewriting the things that need to be written and putting them in the order they need to be it's noble work and it's what i need to be doing i also um i mentioned this before i'm sure um maybe not but i write i journal on the laptop using uh, an application website called the most dangerous writing app that if you don't type for five seconds it deletes everything that you've written so usually I put a timer for five minutes and I just 
write whatever is happening with me and then I upload that in a note and put it in, on a, in a folder in my drive like in my um, laptop and I've done that every single week I've written at least something here for the past you know even if it was just five minutes on one one day in an entire week I've done it for the last like 86 weeks so um, it's the minimum you know <laughs> And this week I haven't written shit in it. I've written in notebooks, I've written in, um, you know, other things, uh, you know, docs in the drive. I've read a lot and I finished like a book yesterday and I was going to finish another book yesterday too, but I finished it today, um, which meant I, which means I read about 300, 400 pages in, in the last two days, let's say 300. And I, feel like the only reason I can sit down and write Vernon now is because I read. It's because I sat down and saw someone take a story through their flow, how the information in it connected and how the characters thought and one thing led to another based off of what they thought. So if there's anything to learn on how to be a writer, it's just to really take a page and take a story and read it. You can reread the same page, you can pick out words, you can a million things. But just even in, in a sense, just to go through a complete flow for whatever for whatever it's worth, it was a complete thing in its own case. Like I didn't like so much how it ended and how the writer went about ending it. It wasn't like it wasn't like a complete story. It was a first part of a trilogy and it, it just wasn't nothing was concluded even even the entire thing was like is anything really happening you know besides the fact that the characters are interesting and they're thinking you know and that's where she did it right uh the book's called the atlas six it's about this uh society it's uh, alexandrian society of a library for magicians that uh, no one has access to except every five years six initiates come in and five are selected so one is eliminated um so i thought you know it's gonna have interesting stuff going around about the society itself in a way um you know it's of course mentioning a bit of of the people the initiates trying to find out what the goal is but you know the end of the book just gives you that in your face in a weird way through one character voice and uh it just didn't drive it home, you know, it's like, I like that you made me know the characters, that's great, but the substance of the book itself felt lacking, my honest opinion, but the writing is incredible, like, the writing was actually good writing, um, for what it was in that topic, like, magic with technology, and people living in it, the most powerful people that are initiated, you know, they're the best magicians and Medeans in this, uh, in this world, of mortals and magicians but I thought there's gonna be like some crazy loop like there should be apparently I feel like a crazy loop is should should come I don't have so much in indication of it but it's like Alexander the library of Alexander was burnt down right um, I'm not sure when it was burnt down library of Alexandria and the greatest library, the great library of Alexandria and Alexandria, Egypt, was one of the largest, most significant libraries of the ancient world. Blah 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 blah. 
when did it burn down? Forty-eight BC, so two thousand years ago. Uh, yeah, so forty-eight BC wasn't completely destroyed. Julius Caesar, during his civil war, accidentally. When people start burning books, they can start burning people. So, I thought that it's going to be some crazy shit, like, oh, this thing that was destroyed and then taken apart and built into this other realm or whatever that people can access, but uh, it was just this, like, place in London, and you could enter it or leave it, but it had, like, wards that the magicians put up, and that's it, you know, um, by very powerful magicians, but it wasn't, like, uh, crazy... It didn't give me any feeling like there was mystery, like there was like crazy mystery happening, you know, behind it all somehow. The characters were, were all way, way to know how and following their own logic. And um, in that sense, there wasn't much else to see besides that logic, you know. Uh, it's like they're living in this place, but they're not... Like, nothing's, like, really happening between them in this place, you know? I mean, there's stuff happening between them, but the place in itself is, like, it's not, like... can't explain it right. Like, there's not... I never felt like any of them had a relationship to the place that made me feel like I'm in the place, too. The place seemed way too vague, you know? It's like she described furniture sometimes... But how it was built, like how you could go into different rooms, where things even were in the place, I just didn't understand, you know? Like structurally, architecturally, this place I is a fog in my head. Maybe it's intentional, maybe it just makes it easier to write about it. Because I for sure should understand how trying to like really put a place in place in my head or anyone's head is like... Uh, and to even like create it to begin with every nook and cranny is like it's tough but it's fine happens eventually if you keep thinking about it enough um, yeah I have to admit something uh, I took the vaccine and I really feel like I shouldn't have and I knew I shouldn't have before taking it but uh, I did and I really regret it somehow I don't know what's going to happen I'm going to take the next one too I have to take two was the Moderna one, and I've taken it Tuesday, it's uh, Friday, it's Sunday now, so it's been Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, so it's been like five days, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, four, and this is like the fifth day, and it's like, feels weird, the second they put it in me, I just felt, ah, I noticed something different in my consciousness now, which was exactly what I expected to happen. <laughs> when I took it, you know, and it did happen. But I wonder if there's any other side effects. Like, I for sure feel uh, muscle aches still around the area that um, it happened. Sure, I worked out, you know, not that same day, but uh, yeah. We have two roommates that left, Lisa and Sebastian. Um, 
I'm going to Helsinki on the 17th of August and then um, Vienna on the 23rd of August. I got my second vaccine on the 17th of August, so let's see how I feel after that. So for the best. And I'm excited to see the boys, they're coming. Okay, that's a ringer for the food. They're coming to see me in Berlin on Thursday, which is the 3rd of August, I think. Sorry, 5th. Today's the 1st of August 2021. And I went to a cycling class today, this morning at 10 until 10.45 and it's incredible, like you sit on this uh, cycling machine, you put the resistance up and you just follow the instructor, you know, going increasing resistance like crazy and going like crazy and then lowering it down. And there's just like good music, you know? And I was at the top of the class, tied with uh, Alessandro or Alessé, an Italian dude. Because um, my heart rate was like up the entire time because I was like really pushing, I don't, I don't get, like I looked at the others and I was pushing like crazy, you know, and I'm not I'm not weak and, and I feel like my legs were much slower than their legs, you know, like cycling wise, like their legs were going faster. So it's either they just had way less resistance than me or I had way too much resistance, you know, and I just upped it and I was like, fine and just kept going, you know, I paused once or twice, but I was really giving it a nine. 10 out of 10 like effort like I'm really pushing but it's so nice because you're not um, you're not stressing pushing your skeletal system you're really just pushing with muscle and it's strengthening it and your heart's beating like like mad you know the entire time for 45 minutes straight so your blood's moving around your body gushing moving your legs are getting stronger your cardiovascular system is really getting stronger and it's so important to get that and I didn't feel out of breath or anything, like I'm 25 now, I'm really good shape. Um, I don't feel out of breath, you know, so often as much as, you know, like it's not like, it was just like my muscles were just reaching some limits, you know, and how often they can keep pushing. But my lungs were breathing fine, didn't feel any burn. But it's nice, like this room, you're in a room where there's lights and it's dark and it's like you're in a club good music but you're not like really dancing you're cycling working out so i really liked it um so yeah i was saying reflection is important um but also reflecting too much when nothing is happening <laughs> which i've tended to do a lot during that period where i was in that month where i'm not uh sure if i'm gonna stay at the job and then i'm sure i'm gonna stay at the job you know so i was like in between my own self and like stuck with this shit work that I hated and it's not like I hated it, it was just work but it was so dull and it was so um, colorless at some point, it really did lose its color I would say, the interactions, the people, my motivation, uh, the things that were be being doing and the progress I'm seeing being done with what's happening or methodology and what's being done it's like, no, what's what's this methodology? How isn't this company fixing any of its processes properly? One of the freelancers that we were dealing with who was having trouble being IT onboarded for last for last like two and a half months called me and I just didn't pick up, you know. I was just like, Yep, not my job anymore. I'm sorry. Tough shit that you were recruited by us and tough shit for Volkswagen for not fucking knowing how to IT onboard a fucking person. 
Jesus fuck you know they're paying like they're paying their IT guy that's like our partner to talk to and to onboard all of our freelancers like I don't know how much they're paying him but at least 60-70k right um, as a salary you know he's like 45-50 like an older guy maybe 38 but he like yeah I think like probably 38 but looks older and they're paying him a lot but you know he's just doing basic IT stuff you know like really shit IT stuff it's like a fucking intern could do this what he's doing but he he's stuck doing it and he can't processes aren't being improved and everything is just falling on itself I'm so glad I'm out in a way I would have loved to have a job um, and continue but also in another how fucking disgusting you know the entire ordeal um, I'm not stressed I, I'm i gonna work something out and it's fine and the world is moving but uh, how when you're in something you feel so weird and how when you're out of it you feel different and like as soon as I was out I genuinely did feel calmer relaxed like I could breathe but also sometimes these days I feel like I should be doing things instead of uh, relaxing you know because also like during that time where I was uh, I knew I'd be fired basically and just waited until I would be fired I was really relaxed you know um, doing the work but also gen generally relaxed but when you're working from home and you have your bed and you take a break on your bed or whatever you just feel disgusting and it's horrible I hated it and now I feel like I want to put this pressure on myself to see myself work 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 but sometimes you have to play you know uh, have fun you know enjoy but also I just want to get things done and see things being complete and that's like the divide I saw like um, being complete not being complete being complete not being complete oh, I need to see things being complete oh what's the methodology I need to go about making it happen oh nothing's happening oh I'm thinking too much and my brain is like over circuiting the other book I read was The Writing Life by Annie what's your family name Annie Dila Annie Dila yeah. Annie Dila it talks about her life just she she writes about what she thinks about writing but in, in a very different way in a nice way than I've seen anyone write about writing she she talks about her experiences and some things when when writing and what it is like to be writing you know um some things i really relate to just 100 pages i read it like 80 pages last night and 20 this this day this morning and she talks some she said some line and she's like other people seem to be able to fall asleep without writing a line and sleeping just fine and living you know just fine like nothing they seem to be all right <laughs> you know but uh, for us you know how it feels like that's the implication she didn't say it like that but like how it feels for me to not have written or to even write a lot and feel like i should have written more or like i want to complete something that's really for me that no one knows about that the world doesn't care about but uh, I want to push it into the world. And it's like so many people are trying to do that. And 
does the world need another manuscript you know <laughs> does the world need another story you might as well just jump off a building right now but you won't and you're gonna probably finish the story you know so like her words really resonated it's like uh, I for sure feel that in a lot of ways like with or without me the world's gonna move but I'm here and I'm gonna be writing I'm gonna leave something I'm gonna make something materially real and in some way permanent so it's just really refreshing to sit down with it and I didn't write really yesterday but I read a lot and sometimes that's exactly what you need even if it feels like oh, I should be writing the time when you're writing is gonna come and you're gonna be fucking writing like crazy know that Whew. and trust actually because sometimes I forget how because I'm, I'm reading this uh, Atlas 6 book and sometimes she has nice sentences and I'm like oh fuck you know, no way I can write something like this. And then I sit down and I write and I'm like, fuck, I'm writing pretty all right, you know? Also, like, with the detachment of thinking, like, it's incredible or too too good or too bad, but uh, uh, good sentences can come out of me pretty well, you know? And then it's just about flow. So, yeah, I hope this wasn't too long. Um, I also feel like I want to be sharp and concrete with the things that I am but it's also not just about feeling complete which is also something I reached it's it's about every day being better every day small things you become better there's no such thing as complete there's only how am I doing things now and how can I next time do it differently that's slightly an improvement with the podcast maybe I should think about that you know or with uh, my writings, or with organizing them, or with my relationships to people, with everything. Every day, in everything, I become better and better. Every day, in everything, you become better and better. You're here, and you're watching, and you're learning, and from that, you'll keep going, and then it's just uh, odds. <laughs> then it's just life moving and odds. On the last note, And I think I'll talk about this again because this is at just at the end of this episode. Who knows who's going to get this far. I was meditating the other day. Meditation is a thing I do and I like. And somehow it ends up shaping you, making you th something that you didn't think you are going to be before um, with the calmness and stillness and everything. What do I mean about that? Yeah, with the fact that I want to be the most genuine person I know, and sometimes I feel like I want to intentionally be a hypocrite to get things that I want in that moment, which is an interesting thing to think about. But one notice, when I was meditating, I was paying attention to breath, and I really felt the space, you know, the breath is in. And it hit me like this feeling how I questioned, you know, where is my breath? And then I thought about the space and I really noticed how it never feels like it's changing. Even if I change my position as a person, the breath always feels like it's in the same place, like it's never moved ever since I was a baby, that the breath has always been in the same place. And it's an interesting thought, you know, like the space, it's never moving. The breath has always been exactly where it was. 
and it's always just about going back to it uh, it's an interesting thing I felt like really felt uh, which is different than just saying it out loud it's something I'm feeling actually not just felt it just becomes a part of you to feel the next thing alright God bless yeah I checked on the food uh, it's cooling down so yeah, as a final note, just reflecting is good, but sometimes you have to just be where you are instead of leave it to reflect, you know, just just be in it. So I had that issue when I first came back from, um, I think, Milan. I had a lot of things on my mind I wanted to do, so I sat down and wrote for like 25 minutes, most dangerous, just brain dumping, and that didn't help me in a way I feel like it was just repeating things I knew. Uh, instead of just being solidified and acting again and seeing what happens again and noting again and then seeing again for for real what the case is I've been getting the feeling I've been getting the feeling like I have to sit down and write solid things down of how things happened or how I saw them happen or how I would have liked them to happen uh, so that I feel concrete in the action the thing instead of having my brain think about it or go around about it one other thing is food uh, this morning I had a good breakfast went to the workout and in the workout you burn like 600 calories or something and when I came back I didn't grab just food like crazy and keep eating what I did was I opened an orange and I had some um, pineapple in the fridge from a frozen pineapple but I kept it in the fridge so it's unfrozen and then I just ate fruit and a bit of cheese, a bit of mozzarella, because I had it open. And I kept writing at the same time. So instead of just eating a big meal and feeling like tired and then wanting to do something to relax, I just fruit, you know, clean sugar, clean, clean energy in me that keeps my mind sharp and going. And then, um, you know, do it. So it helped a lot just eating sh natural sugars and then doing work and continuing. And now I'm going to eat properly. So thanks for listening. Take care.